This is Trends and Issues in Instructional Design, Educational Technology, and Learning Science, hosted by Abby Brown and Tim Green. Hi, this is Tim, and I'm here with Abby. Hi, this is Abby, and I'm here with Tim. Welcome to episode 227 of our podcast, where we review the trends and issues in instructional design, educational technology, and learning sciences that we observed as we flip resources into our Flipboard magazine over the past two weeks. In this episode, we have four trends we will share, along with a recommended reading that goes with each of the four trends. We end the episode by peering into the crystal ball and making predictions about the trends we believe we'll observe in the upcoming two weeks. Abby starts off by talking about our four trends and sharing our recommended readings. Thank you, Tim. Yes, well, first of all, normally I go from uh, the, the number one trend is the one that has the most collected uh, articles down to the number four trend, which is, has the, the least of the four. You know, it goes in descending order, but I put numbers one and two together, even though number two isn't quite as many as number three. I hope that made some sense to our <laughs> listeners. I apologize, listeners. If not, Here make we go. up what it, whatever it makes sense trend to you. Trend number one, trend number one, chat GPT, artificial intelligence. Chat GPT was so ubiquitous and the, the articles were so similar in approach that... Um, I'm just going to mention the general approach and then the various outlets that that published these these articles. So essentially, it all boiled down to there are benefits and challenges to ChatGPT, that there's blessing and curses to ChatGPT, and that we should learn to uh, identify the challenges and deal with them and also recognize the benefits and exploit the benefits, use them to our, our advantage in educational settings. We had these similar kind of, of articles published in Scientific American, Chronicle of Higher Education, Forbes, EdWeek, GeekWire, Physics.org, The World Economic Forum, The Conversation, CBS News, and CNN, to name just a few. So this is dominating the uh, ed tech world right now and and the world in general but it is there's a lot of discussion about it as um, what it's going to do to education in general our recommended read in this area is indian government's chat gpt tool will help students with homework in any language by deepakar chaudhry for money control and once again as i always do i am a apologizing profusely if I've mispronounced anybody's name as I'm discussing authors. This article is sort of the one of the, the benefits and blessings aspects of ChatGPT, describing how the Indian government has developed a tool that allows students to um, translate their homework into their local languages and translate from their local language into whatever language the uh, uh, teacher is expecting the homework to be submitted in, which is kind of an interesting thing. It also allows students to search the Indian public school system for opportunities, programs and opportunities that they may be eligible for. So this is kind of a very positive aspect of ChatGPT. Our number two trend, which was actually much uh, lower in terms of trending, it wasn't just a few articles that, that flipped over, but they were, it, they were about artificial intelligence in general. 
and we saw articles about generative AI in the classroom, using AI generally to cheat. Uh, we also saw a mention of Google Bard, which is a chat GPT competitor, though what we heard most mentioned was Google Bard is not ready yet, and it probably won't be ready until the end of this year. Our recommended read is kind of the counterpoint to the other recommended read, Why You Shouldn't Trust AI Search Engines by Melissa Hekila for MIT Technology Review. Uh, also a great read about why AI search engines really are not ready for prime time just yet. So uh, those are our, the, the top trend, the two, the, these two trends really is all about AI and specifically chat GPT. Number three trending though, was instructional design and teaching articles about these, which uh, Tim, you and I always sort of, we smile whenever we, we do. We're always, review these. always happy when this is a trend. We, we like these. I mean, it's just a personal thing, but right. we're kind of happy to see more of these. So we saw an article about the um, issues and abuses of design thinking, which was an article in MIT Technology Review. We saw a comparison of direct instruction and inquiry-based learning. We saw uh, articles about micro-credentials and teacher PD. We also saw other articles about teacher professional development generally. We saw an interesting article about labor-based grading. That is grading people based on the effort they put in as opposed to the achievement uh, or the uh, uh, what, what they score on an assessment of the content. Um, our recommended read in this area is hoping to regain attention of students. Professors pay more attention to them by Jeffrey R. Young for EdSurge. This is part of a larger EdSurge guide called Attention, Please!, Professors battle student disengagement, but it is uh, Tim. You and I agree this is a a, a very interesting article about um, the issue at hand of uh, students being in say large lecture classes and feeling and seeming disengaged to the professors. A lot of this is based on professor observation, um, but and the strategies that professors are using to re-engage students. Number four trending is, uh, well, we, we couldn't come up with a better phrase than instructional software reviews, reports, and recommendations. The trend overall is just looking at uh, software developed for instructional technology and education generally. We saw, um, we saw uh, an introduction of Ubermix, which is the title of a school-centric operating system. There are about 60 schools that are using this operating system that is focused on uh, K-12 school systems in particular. We saw an article uh, explaining Nearpod. What is Nearpod? We saw um, reviews of apps and websites to create video journals. We saw uh, recommended classroom tips for using Google Classroom. We saw uh, online learning services for children reviewed. Our recommended read here is actually a research report, um, but it's a research report that is based on sort of the general topic of uh, video game software. Uh, video game playing causes no harm to young children's cognitive abilities by Sarah Strong for Neuroscience News. This is actually based on a study published in the Journal of Media Psychology. The researchers were at the University of Houston, 
And what they discovered from their research was that video game playing does not actually do any damage. And Tim, you and I were kind of laughing about this. This mm-hmm. is, it, it, we're being very cheeky here with deep apologies to everybody in the whole world for everything. But it kind of feels like the moment when um, researchers said, you know, it's okay to sit in front of the color television, the old school, big cathode ray tube color television. You can sit right in front of it. It won't melt your eyeballs from the radiation, um, which was a common trope when, when I was a child. Uh, so anyway, that's, those are our four four trends and our four recommended readings. And finally, Tim, before, uh, I turn it back to you, I'd like to wish happy 50th birthday to Schoolhouse Rock. 50 years. 50 years of Schoolhouse Rock. Schoolhouse Rock is instrumental in, uh, American education, uh, for teaching people civics and multiplication and a lot of mathematics, uh, and, and science. Yeah, and we, uh, and before we came on air, we were, we were talking about there's a site you mentioned a site where there's a schoolhouse rock oh, sing along right streaming yes it's yes. A, there's a, there's on one of the streaming channels and I'm, we're not going to mention anybody we're not going to promote one way or the other but it is possible to find on on the streaming channels schoolhouse rock sing along right to celebrate the 50th anniversary yeah not that you don't have better things to do but if you want to sing along i don't i don't i can't think of anything better than to sing conjunction junction one more time there you go Uh, on one of the streaming services check that out check your streaming services well thanks abby well that uh uh go into looking at the crystal ball and uh peering into it making predictions it's one trend is pretty clear i mean it's chat gpt oh my goodness and ai in general really and ai in general yeah yeah, but chat gpt in particular we're going to see more about that probably more the good and the bad right the blessings and the curses we're going to see more about that absolutely absolutely yeah and um also how people are going to i think it's going to we talked about this how people are starting to use it as well um, yes that's that. a good point tim i think we're going to see more applications of it as there, there are opportunities to apply it so we'll see more applications but um you know if you think of the uh the the hype cycle right we really haven't hit the plateau of productivity um no. yet we're, we're really kind of still in that very highly variable phase where People are going to be saying, wow, this is great. Or, oh, this is the destruction of all mankind. It's it's really... Yeah. Uh, we haven't hit the peak yet. Yeah, so we're going to see a lot more articles yeah. about that. Hopefully, though, we'll also see articles about instructional design and teaching. We saw a number of those this past two weeks, and we're hoping that trend will continue. Yeah, and, But that's, and, again, hopeful. Hopeful. And one other thing that we mentioned is that we've kind of seen VR, AR, extended reality kind of go away after seeing it for uh several reviews past episodes the whole world was the whole world was the metaverse right for up until chat gpt yeah. and then i don't where's know the, metaverse? the metaverse but right <laughs> yeah. chat, chat gpt ate the metaverse apparently, it did so. oh, that sounds like a b movie right that could be it does it does indeed well that brings us to the conclusion of episode 227 of our podcast we like to thank those of you who our viewers of our Flipboard magazine and followers of it as well. And we'd like to give a, a, a big shout out to our podcast subscribers. We greatly appreciate you all. 
You can visit uh, our website at trendsandissues.com to listen to past episodes of our podcast and find the links to the recommended readings that we discussed in this episode. Our next episode will air on March 1st. This podcast is produced by Professor Abby Brown at East Carolina University and Professor Tim Green at California State University, Fullerton. Copyright Abby Brown and Tim Green, 